Adrian Foster is the mayor of Clarington, has been for almost 13 years, and is now leading council in Clarington into a period of growth that is expected to be pretty wild. Clarington is the home to a lot of things, including Exit 425, where 401 meets Curtis Road, Ontario Power Generation, Darlington Provincial Park, and a plot of land that hosts an apple orchard on the shore of Lake Ontario, adjacent to Darlington Park and a Durham Region Sewage Treatment Plant. Today, we catch up with Mayor Foster following our chat in January, and I'm looking forward to our conversation. Mayor Adrian Foster, welcome back to Exit 425. Steve, thank you for having me, despite what I've done to you in the past. <laughs> in January, we spoke about uh, Bill 23 and the uncertainties of changes to a municipality's ability to manage development charges. You were checking in with Minister Piccini and MPP McCarthy. How is that going? So we always have good discussion and dialogue, uh, but I have no greater clarity today, uh, nor nor any of my colleagues, uh, than we did at the time. So this, you know, the development charges around uh, how the province will make municipalities whole, uh, the definition of affordable and uh, attainable housing, uh, we're, uh, we're still waiting. We're going to call that a, a work in progress. Were these uncertainties the reasons for shelving the new uh, Bowmanville Arena? Um, so, so that's, I, I, I'd like to believe that that is uh, being reconsidered uh, and perhaps uh, delayed. Uh, it, it didn't help. The, um, the real impact was inflation and increased interest rates. And when we first took a look at it, I'll make the numbers up, but I'll be close. Uh, I think we are looking at 50 to $60 million and, and money would have been available at uh, something around 2%. The last high level, this wasn't detail, the last high level uh, glimpse that we got was uh, around 130 million uh, with rates uh, well in excess of 4%. Uh, you know, it's just a, a combination of, of the inflation and the interest rates. Having said that, the questions over development charges, uh, as, as we talked with Bill 23, uh, you know, and as of right, uh, triplexes on houses that, that we can't, uh, we won't be collecting money. So additional demand for services, uh, but uh, less money to provide those services. Um, so it, it didn't help, but I wouldn't suggest it was the, um, the leading cause. The decision by OPG to buy the old GMHQ um, was accepted as a smart choice in many ways, but I know it was a surprise to you. Given the plan was for OPG to build a huge head office on Energy Drive, the extension of Curtis Road in Energy Park, which is at exit 425. How does this affect the GO Train timeline discussion for Curtis? So we don't know. Uh, you know, one of, um, I, I, I guess, uh, my reaction, and, and I had a number of people say that that was uh, the strongest reaction they'd ever seen from the mayor's office. Uh, on anything was, uh, you know, I, I was told a couple of weeks before the decision was announced, uh, there was no ability to impact the decision. And and while we understand the financial metrics of, of why they opted uh, to buy the GM building as opposed to build here, they, they saved a huge amount of money. Uh, it did leave a number of issues uh, where Clarington is holding the bag, including things like the GO train. Uh, and the uncertainty around the GO train. So had we had an opportunity to talk with OPG uh, to mitigate 
the impacts of that decision, uh, it, that would have helped helped a lot. So we were we are in a situation where uh, there it's problematic. Uh, would have been nice if we had an opportunity to get in front of the problems. The issue with the GO train uh, and and potential uh, delay on the GO train is, as you know, the provincial government is requiring developers to build the GO train stations. Uh, developers don't know how to do that. They don't know what the costs are. Uh, if uh, the big developers in the area, uh, with, with not having the 2,500 jobs uh, and the other business that we thought would follow those jobs, does that delay their development proposals? And if it does, it delays getting a train station built. I mean, in a, in a silly world, we could end up with train tracks uh, going to Bowmanville, uh, a rudimentary platform in Bowmanville and nothing in Curtis uh, for a number of years. Uh, having said that, uh, we, 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 we have approached the province, uh, Durham region has approached the province with a plan uh, that we're hoping to, um, hoping to put pressure on them to move ahead uh, and uh, and get 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 some stuff done. Are you aware of any plans, perhaps, to improve the uh, Harmony Road interchange? Because uh, I know that's come up as a conversation locally in, s- in some of the online media in in the Curtis area, um, and it's a it's a major bottleneck. And putting more people down at the General Motors headquarters could really impact that. So it's not in Osh- not in Curtis, not in Clarington, but it will greatly affect the residents of Curtis. Yeah, and, and that's how I get on the 401 as well, right? So I, I used to laugh that, you know, it, it took me more time to get on the 401 uh, than if I was driving anywhere in Durham Region to actually get there on the 401. So Durham Region, and I can't recall the dates exactly, uh, had approved improvements uh, to their piece uh, of the interchange there. Uh, how how much that helps the interchange on the provincial bit. So as you know, the province is responsible and controls all of the interchanges coming on to the 401. The province has been uh, buying property. They understand that they need to, to widen the 401. The timelines on Harmony, I, I honestly don't know. Uh, but I will, um, I'll, get, I'll get back to you on the region's timeline uh, for the improvements and what they're doing. Uh, so the included in that was... Uh, straightening bluer out there there was a you know a, a, a fair a fair amount of work planned down there but I can uh, I'll get back to you that would be fascinating um, and do you see any impact on Darlington Provincial Park as a result of the population of people that was supposed to be at energy drive now being over at the GM headquarters in terms uh, I, of the go train? Particular. Yeah, I, uh, I don't. I don't think so. Um, the, uh, you know, g- given the park, uh, you know, the uh, the development around that, uh, perhaps uh, fewer people making use of the park. I mean, the the park's interesting. That a number of years ago, the province was scratching their head, not with any depth of of thought of of getting rid of the park. Uh, so Darlington Provincial was was a significantly underutilized park. I'm going to say in the last 10 years, that has uh, probably longer than 10, has not been the case. So I know we, Clarington, were a little bit afraid 
that the province was going to say, hey, you take it over. And the fear was if people expected uh, camping and doing all the stuff that they always did down there, we don't know how to run an operation like that. So in a bizarre world where you're worried about getting waterfront land for free, um, you know, it was, you, you can't say no, but could we satisfy needs? But it is, uh, it's a very busy park at this point in time. It is. And, uh, you know, it has some ecological significance. And uh, uh, recently I found an article from uh, NAR City, Canada that called the beach at Darlington Provincial Park a hidden secret beach that had waters that belonged in the Mediterranean. And, uh, you know, it, this is situated right close to, right next to the land that uh, you and I have talked about becoming a municipal waterfront park. And, uh, you know, the province is working hard to protect habitat and land all over the province. You know, I can't help but think, why not in Curtis? Um, is there any progress on the municipal waterfront park? Um, so I'm going to go back. I'm not sure about Mediterranean for Darlington Provincial Park. <laughs> well, they, but, t- they, they checked the article. They actually used that phraseology. Yeah, But, you know, it, it is a hidden gem. And how many people, you know, for you or I, uh, Deb and I will go down there camping. Like, you know, I, I, a 10-minute drive from the house. I, I recall... Uh, going camping and, and forgetting the tent poles, which normally would be a disaster. And it was, you know, I'll be right back and I just brought pizza with me. Uh, and, you know, honestly, once once you're in the park, uh, you know, to distinguish it from pretty much any other provincial park, uh, if, if you've been in Algonquin, Mew Lake, as an you know, example in Algonquin, is right beside the highway. Uh, and I've got to tell you, I've, I've been camping in Mew Lake where it was way louder uh, traffic and noise in Mew Lake than, uh, than Darlington. So anyone that, that hasn't been down to the park or used the park, they're, they're missing, uh, they're missing an amazing opportunity. And how many people can uh, say they live in the GTA in an urban area with a provincial campground 10 minutes away? We, we are so lucky. Uh, we, we continue. It's funny. I was uh, speaking with one of the property owners, uh, three or four days ago, uh, on the Curtis waterfront. So we, uh, uh, we continue to uh, talk about that and see uh, see where that comes. Again, the that was part of the challenge with OPG uh, not building uh, issues on collecting development charges, uh, providing access to the park and to development. So, uh, you know, the the developer is uh, is prepared to donate a significant chunk of land, but they want to be able to develop down there to you know offset uh, some very valuable property they're giving us and. Again, without OPG headquarters coming with a with a drop in DCs, the requirement to get services and particularly uh, safe access down there uh, is is a challenge. I mean, you, you you know that underpass on Curtis Road now is uh, is not optimal. Um, That's I, generous. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so we we continue to talk. Uh, yeah, again, one of those one of those challenges that it would have been nice to uh, have had a solution uh, before the problem was announced, uh, but uh, but we continue to uh, kick the can on that one. Yes, on that uh, underpass, I've noted before on exit four twenty five how for cyclists it's life threatening, but uh, even recently, just driving down there, it's it's uh, suboptimal, and um, it, it's well, you're just supposed frustrating. to stop. 
Yeah, you're supposed to stop and no, like, I mean, you, you, re, if you're smart, you really creep up, right? And, uh, and, and take a peek around the corner. Oh, right. That one. I was even just thinking about the, uh, the 401 uh, underpass. Oh, that but, is, uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. That is, um, yeah, so, so while I haven't in a while, I would ride my bike down to the park because the park, uh, and you're right, that is, that is absolutely terrifying. I, uh, you know, that, that limited access, uh, that's frustrating for me when they rebuilt the bridge, uh, did all of that work. I did ask the question said, are, are you going to be, uh, revisiting? And they said, oh yeah, yeah, we're taking care of that. And what they did is you'll recall, uh, before that construction, uh, it was, uh, quite rough, which I mean, the potential was you're going to hit a hole and be in front of a car Well, they smoothed all of that out. There's still absolutely no space, tons of traffic going fast and no space at all. Yeah. Yes. And when people are late for work or late for a hockey practice or something, uh, their patients, lack of patience shows as they uh, are rushing through there. And last thing they want to do is deal with a cyclist and there's no room for anybody who's walking. So uh, getting down there uh, in any mode other than in a motor vehicle is, is pretty difficult. So, yeah, no, it's uh, you're right. And I mean, the sad part on while we're all in a hurry and busy, uh, you know, the lack of patience, you're talking seconds. I mean, if, if you actually, if you actually took count of, you know, seconds where you are possibly putting other people at risk, I, I, I think sometimes we just need to take a bit of a deeper breath and, and, and recognize that we're not always making smart choices. And I have never been guilty of not making a smart choice. Well, and that's reassuring, Mayor Foster. <laughs> just, just so everyone knows. Good to know. It's my that, story, so. and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. And thank you for not challenging that, <laughs> or bringing up examples. Even worse. <laughs> my fingers are crossed. There you go. Um, any other? Uh, we talked about the the Bowmanville plan, and I, I know I didn't give you a, a heads up uh, in terms of. Um, the questions that I sent over to you, but any other infrastructure projects that the municipality is planning on uh, going after this year? Uh, well, we're going to be uh, talking with the region, and the province is, uh, is 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 quite interested in infrastructure and and pipes coming in the ground. Part of that is around uh, you know the building more houses uh, more quickly. I know they they talk about better in there. I'm not sure if that's going to be the outcome of all of this, uh, to be fair uh, with that. Uh, we do need we do need more service lands. Uh, the region's got three sites identified. Uh, Curtis Road, um, you know, the third one just went out of my mind. Uh, Curtis Road, what we call the Science and Tech Park uh, as well. And, and there've been some, uh, some very high level uh, discussions with uh, MPP and McCarthy on what is doable on some of that. So, Businesses coming to town. There's uh, uh, the potential for a fairly significant business, and our, our challenge is, is having the space to host them, the appropriate. Now, now their needs are very, uh, very specific as well. But I can tell you the um, the housing file is dominating just about everything. So no new fun stuff like arenas, pools, um, I, so no. I so the. Uh, we we haven't um, we haven't done our, our strategic plan. Uh, 
you, you can blame that on me. We had a couple of councillors who were going to have a hard time fully participating. Uh, we had it booked and then uh, someone caught COVID. Uh, and that someone might have been me uh, at that point in time. I think you would have had uh, three councillors able to fully participate. Uh, so we put that off. We're going to have a, a mini session. Uh, if if I had to guess, uh, and uh, and it is a guess because you know my colleagues haven't, outside of informal discussions, I'm going to think that we are looking at uh, at at least part of the funding available, and and we did go out to market, uh, and and you know Durham Region on our behalf floated uh, floated debentures. So we've got money in the bank that we thought was was going to the arena. I, you know, that, that's money that we can spend on things. Uh, and the potential, if, if we aren't moving forward in the near term on the arena, money that we thought we were going to spend uh, should go somewhere else. I know there's uh, increased interest uh, in refrigerated outdoor ice, uh, costs a fraction of an arena. Uh, these ends up, end up being uh, multi-use uh, pads through the summertime. So I... And it gets complicated because of provincial rules. Uh, but if you did a, a refrigerated outdoor pad beside an arena, you've got washrooms inside, staff inside, you know, a commissary. Uh, could you use that space for uh, summer festivals? Uh, Councillor Alhage uh, had a picture of, uh, and I don't know how much it, it takes to repaint them, uh, curling. Uh, you know, so can you imagine outdoor, you know, outdoor curling? It, it, it seems to me that, uh, you know, multi-use uh, and far less expensive uh, doing, you know, one or two of these. Uh, we will be seeing, I believe, very shortly uh, a plan for the Bowmanville Zoo lands. And, and some of this money will, uh, will almost certainly go uh, to the zoo now. Uh, while I have not seen the plans, I don't think any any member of council has. Uh, from what I gather, there's a pretty big price tag. Uh, but again, this is stuff that you uh, stuff that you knock off uh, a little bit of time. We don't need to deliver everything all at once. Uh, so you figure that's uh, 34 acres. It connects with uh, Camp 30. The Aaronvork Trail to the north connects to uh, uh, Silver Creek to the south. You know, just a, a, a huge swath. Uh, I will be utterly astounded. Uh, if we uh, don't link those trail systems, I mean that's uh, that's just a no-brainer. I, I think the work continues on the trail in in Curtis, and there are plans to uh, move that further south. I think we're linked with with Oshawa on that. Uh, so there, are, you know, a, a number of things. Uh, but to a degree, uh, staff need direction. I I think I can safely say that uh, council understands, and most people do post-pandemic. Uh, the need for outdoor recommendities, the, the ability to, to get outside and, and have some uh, safe fun. It has been great uh, seeing how many people are outside. This past week we had such wonderful weather and uh, it was great to finally see so many people out enjoying themselves. Um, even during the pandemic, we, uh, we didn't see that many people out of doors and, and, uh, now with the nice nice weather, although we're as we discussed earlier and off mic, um, it's not quite so nice today. Yeah, <laughs> but, oh. <laughs> uh, but uh, every day is a great day. So here we go. You, you could uh, what was that? Little Orphan Annie. The sun will shine tomorrow if if you want to break into song. 
I yeah, I don't think I'll I'll do that. Um, but uh, great suggestion, thank you. Um, so we've talked about uh, all the sort of important things. Now let's get back to the quiz. Uh, as you know, now a feature of Exit Four Twenty Five. And uh, change up questions a little bit because you've uh, answered one set of them already. So, um, what's the best part? And again, we touched on this. Best part of being mostly post-pandemic. Uh, so, it, so it is. <clears throat> pardon me, being able to speak. I uh, absolutely uh, the ability to be face to face with people. So we are, you know, increasingly uh, whether it's uh, AGM celebrations. You know it. Uh, uh, there are people that I haven't seen for three years that I would, you know, face to face that I would call friends. It is, it is just so good uh, to be able to do that. When I see people that I haven't seen for quite a long time and perhaps only saw on zoom or through this media, um, I like to reference that uh, it's good to see you in 3d. Right. uh, It's a, it is a very nice thing. Um, Your favorite non-meal place to go as a family. You know, so our, our um, I'm going to give you two answers, uh, the practical answer and the real answer. Uh, so our, uh, our kids, as you know, are, are uh, growing up. Uh, if you uh, come to my office, it was pointed out to me that I, uh, I apparently have a, a moose fetish. Um, so my moose mug, I've got another moose mug there. My, my office is filled with meese. What's, what's the plural of moose? Mooses. Uh, a gaggle of anyway, whatever it is, uh, and uh, if that comes to Algonquin, uh, the Algonquin Provincial Park is one of my uh, and our fa- our family's uh, favorites. I'm just actually I'm not even going to mention the other one. Uh, so as uh, you know, when we were uh, uh, late teens, early adults, we camped up there. The kids uh, all the time. Challenges bringing everyone together, but uh, uh, Algonquin hiking, canoeing, it's just one. That's awesome. Important question, timely for today. Uh, Jay's regular season or Leafs playoff game? If you're able to, which one do you watch? Why are you even asking that question? It's got <laughs> to be the Leafs. It's got to be the Leafs. <laughs> it's just good I'm going to start getting hate. Thank you. Thank you for the hate mail I'm going to get from all the Jays fans. <laughs> well, at least you didn't answer the way I would, and that would be, you know, Habs reruns perhaps. So um, <laughs> there you go. Good answer, and especially timely today. Adrian, thank you for joining me on this episode of Exit 425. Uh, what is the best way for residents of Clarington and Exit 425 specifically to be in touch with you? So the absolute best way is send an email to mayor at clarington.net. Uh, so again, mayor at clarington.net. Uh, best way. The worst way, absolute worst way, uh, is trying to do it through social media. Uh, and it's just, there are so many channels, it is impossible uh, to follow. And, and, and while I need to change it, I can tell you, uh, Facebook, for example, I haven't been on in months. Uh, it's been a wonderful break. I, I do need to get back. People are complaining uh, that they haven't uh, seen some really horrible uh, humor, and, and I need to do that. But uh, please, please, emails, uh, including how we reach back to people. Uh, you know, a, a, a phone number, address, and uh, we don't always, depending on how you send it, if you send it through the, uh, to the, you know, I'm going to say the main email, we don't necessarily get an email. So 
please let us know how to reach out. But mayor at clarington.net is, is the best way. And I can attest to the efficiency of those responses, and it, it's pretty amazing. So, Yeah, I'd like to say it's all me, but uh, uh, you can thank Jen, you can thank Heather, you can thank Cassie, uh, you know, amazing staff who, who make sure that I, I see the stuff and respond to the stuff that I, that I need to see and respond. Uh, and things where I don't need to, if there's a problem that staff can take care of, it goes straight to staff and things are dealt with before I even know about them. And I do owe Heather a coffee for setting this uh, interview up once again. So, um, And thank you for everybody who's listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Exit 425. Please like and subscribe on whatever platform you use. Our mission is to provide substantial information and education that goes where you want. Exit 425 is a production of Studio 38 Audio, copyright 2023. My name is Steve Ray. If you have questions or would like more information about Exit 425, Join our Exit 425 Facebook group, not the page. Check out Medium and TikTok or email me at exit425401 at gmail.com. 